On the subject, but kind of switch gears a little bit. Um, uh, I feel uh, I feel uh, so honored to be with you, uh, as I mentioned earlier. But there's also um, this non-spiritual side of being with you uh, that uh, that elevates uh, my uh, my ego, and that is uh, you are a celebrity now. And true. You, your church true. has been on King 5 I'm kind news. of a big deal right now. <laughs> King 5 News a bunch of times. And so one of the questions that I had for, for you and for, for myself even, because uh, I want you, of course, to fire, fire back at me, you know, if you've got a question yeah, or okay. something like that. Good. So, um, but um, how has, let, let him, because we've got also an international family, we've got a, we've got a broad audience. Um, do you want to let some of our audience know um, how that came about and 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 because your church started responding in a certain way to this uh health crisis so yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so what we did at uh sierra Valley center is we said um do we want to just produce a weekly sunday service like we would do anyway stream that online without people in the room and a me and one of the things that I've tried to one of the principles I've tried to establish within ministry is is to never uh, to never lead an event that I wouldn't want to attend. I remember one time um, we had a conference planned, and uh, and then we canceled the conference, and the reason why is because I didn't want to go to it. And so that's like, so that's kind of a, a, a commitment that I've made to my own. T- I, I never want to go to one, commitment. to a party that I plan and be like, oh, this is lame. I didn't even want to come to this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I always want to create the kinds of atmospheres that I want to live in and, and, and rest so in and, and yeah, abide yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so I was thinking, do I actually want to sit on my couch and watch a service for two hours? Not really. You know, like, like I don't even really want to sit down and watch a movie on Netflix for two hours. Like, I'll do an hour, but it better be pretty good, you know? And if it's really good, I might hit next and watch the next episode. <laughs> so I was thinking, and then am I really expecting my kids to sit by me on the couch and, uh, no. and have to do this, you know? So I thought, I think it'd be fun to come up with a service, to actually come up with a, a service where it'd be just as fun for the kids as it is for um, the, the parents and to try to create something like that. And honestly, we, we, we did okay for about half a, half a service, you know, like, like as far as engaging the kids, you know, but that, that wasn't bad, you know, and know, um, that's great. Yeah. It's so our very first, our very first Sunday morning service. It's like everybody was expecting church, you know, and uh, we've got a countdown. We've got a five minute countdown and uh, we do that. Yep. And it hits zero, but instead of coming into the worship team, 
it comes into the intro of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And it, and it looks like Mr. Rogers. And then the camera fades in and there it looks like a Mr. Rogers set. And I come in in my, in my suit and my jacket and a little puppet in my arm and go through the whole thing, singing the theme song to Mr. Rogers. I take off my suit. Church family, if you haven't seen this, you got to see this. I take off my suit jacket. I, I put on my, my button up sweater. Um, I change my shoes to get comfortable. And then uh, I introduce everybody to this puppet. And then we sit there and we have just a real honest conversation about what it looks like to be honest about fear in our own hearts and how it's okay to have so beautiful, how it's okay so to have good. worry and stress. And it was, I actually got choked up. Here I am pretending to be Mr. Rogers, talking to my own hand, getting choked up. Having the Holy Spirit. Come yeah, out. and I'm not even insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 but it, it felt insane. Like, like, like we're, what? You know, yeah. You know, like, okay. Like, and, uh, but it connected. It, it connected. And, and so, um, uh, so we did this story. Uh, one of the guys on our media team has done some stuff for uh, local uh, people that are running for governor and that kind of thing. So you know, he knows people in the media. He thought this would be a fun story to kind of get out there. So he sent it to Jim Jim Dever of Evening Magazine. He loved it. He said he wanted to do a story on it. Came out. He did such an incredible story that it was it was really it good. celebrates our you entire have to see it, family. It celebrates our entire team. It really does. We got Faith on there and Anthony and like it, it was just it was so it was so well done, you know. And then um, and then a couple weeks later, uh, Pastor Corey, Pastor Anthony, and I we had fun. We 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 started a, a pastor rap band. Um, that's right, a pastor rap. It's a new genre called Quarantine, and um, and we wrote a song called Six Feet Away. Uh, and again, uh, Jim saw that. He thought that would be hilarious. He sent it to the King Five. So yeah, we've had two news stories done on us, um, which has been incredible. In fact, we've got people that are watching our service now uh, on so because of the news story. Yeah, yeah. That's so beautiful. Wow, 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 wow. Um, you know, again, coming back to that unity thing where there's so many things opportunities right now for right for the body of Christ to to share with one another and and this not be a a competition thing but but rather you know hey let's advance the ball down the field together and and celebrate each other's wins when we saw uh, the the you know the stories coming from King five and in in hearing just the beautiful reports I got to tell you I mean it went like wildfire through our church family and we were just celebrating it's awesome. what God is That's doing awesome. and it, it's just so so cool so beautiful and stuff so I hope uh, you know uh, in this conversation Darren and I are having today that that you know uh, the Holy Spirit is also speaking to you about just fun creative. Uh, ideas, uh, not just for church or for ministry, but for your family, for your family, adding, adding some life, this, adding some spice right now. You know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, you know, Carmen, she does most of cooking, but uh, it, it, <laughs> she can get a little frustrated with me, but, but I'm always looking to just kind of spice it up a little bit, you know. You're and always throw looking to add a little garlic in there. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. He's <laughs> 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 saying that because I, I added some, gar <laughs> some, some roasted garlic to his uh, mod pizza salad. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm always spicing it up. So anyways, uh, but what, what, what do you and your family uh, personally on a personal level, not, not, so uh, non-church, non-ministry, just because you, you've got 
you've got a bunch of little ones and and you got you got a full house what what are some of the things that the Stott family are doing right now uh, in this time this season yeah absolutely and just going back to the media thing really quick um, I think that right now is a good opportunity for us to um, deal with some of the defeater beliefs where we'd like to think that the system is rigged or antichrist so therefore, why even celebrate a story outside of our church community? And so, you know, for example, if we are anti-media in our hearts, if we're always talking about the problem with the media, then, then we are not going to share anything with the media because we don't trust the media. And so we, I think we need to deal with some of the things that we believe to be true based off of facts. Because sometimes we take facts and we say, here is a generic truth that will rule the decisions that I make. And so I've really tried to repent of any sort of uh, ungodly judgments against the media because I believe that the media is going to be one of the the most incredible, I, you know, I, I, you know, I believe that the Lord will use media to help build his church at Sierra Bible center at Jake's house, these different things. But yeah. the, the enemy is really tricky. What he'll do is he'll get us to make a judgment right. against a mountain right. so that we can have no influence within that mountain. Yeah. When he says mountain uh, church family, he's just talking about a, a, a platform in society, a place of influence, uh, and that these are places that the Lord wants us to be involved in. Uh, again, com- coming back to media or government, you know, uh, it- it's so important that, that we're being salt and light in these places, in these places, and, and, and really providing leadership too. Um, the, I was going to say the family yeah. thing though. Yeah, family. Yeah, the family thing. Okay, so um, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you'd have life and life abundantly. And we're going to have two choices right now when it comes to the family mountain. Uh, The choice will be uh, to allow this crisis to wreak havoc within our family units because the enemy wants to exploit this crisis against marriages and against family. So China's kind of come through it. And now the, the statistics about divorce in China are through the roof. They're expecting the same thing to take place within the, within the United States. So within, uh, within Washington state, crime is down. Domestic violence is through the roof. And so you say, why, why are you talking about this? Because um, I think within the body of Christ right now, we are all feeling a level of stress. We are all feeling a level of pressure. It might be financial pressure. It might just be something as practical as I used to have freedom of schedule. I used to be able to go to work. Uh, now I can't go anywhere. Now we are being forced, you know, and I, I know it's yeah. not popular to talk about this, you know, at church because my family is the most incredible family. I never get annoyed with my children or my spouse <laughs> or anything like that, but we are That's all that safe distancing again that we're, that, that I was talking about earlier that we've got to kick in the head. Yeah. Yeah. And so I actually think that there is this place right now where it is important that we trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. We lean not on our own understanding all our ways. We acknowledge him. Like yeah. there's this place where right now, our feelings can't be our, our Lord. Like Jesus has to remain Lord and the fear of the Lord needs to govern our homes and not our feelings and not our preferences. So it, like for the men that are watching, if you are annoyed with your spouse because she's always around, she has stuff she wants you to do and yet you need to figure out how to work from home and your kids, they think because you're home that you're available to play and you're trying to, and you think that it's okay just to react. Like, no, like for us men, like, no, the, the, the spirit of the fear of the Lord needs 
starts to govern how we respond within our homes, that our feelings are, are valid, and, but there's got to be a way to, to process. I, 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 I desperately want to see the church be countercultural, and I do not want to see the world stats within the church. And that's why for the last two weeks, like I have been like, I have been just warring and pleading with our people about what it yes. means to abide and what it means to so trust and what it means because so stuff is coming up in our hearts. Stuff is coming up in our homes. Yes. And the enemy wants to use the coronavirus to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't care about our finances. He doesn't care about uh, no. he doesn't care about our cars. No. He cares about relationship. The the, yep. the He's enemy after our heart. The He's enemy after is after to destroy relationship. Yep. It's all about relationship. The battles for relationship. And so we have got to guard the relationship, the intimacy within our home, yeah. and we've got to really teach people about what it means to fill the chaos, but to not partner with it. That is so beautiful. You know, um, my wife and I, we were visiting our daughter uh, in February, uh, and we, we, were, we were there for the prophetic conference, and we, uh, we were at Bethel Church, and one of the testimonies, and I hope that I get this, uh, this figure correct, and so I, I ask that you just check on this, but I believe I remember, I, I it was Chris Volatin, and he was talking about, because he represents, from Bethel Church, he represents kind of the, the, the city connectedness and leadership there with the local community and city of, of Reading. And uh, they did a, they did a uh, uh, not the church, but the, the, the city itself, did an overall study of, like you said, the uh, collapse, the, of, uh, the social collapse that took place from the fire that happened to Redding, California, and, and also outlying areas uh, a year and a half ago. And one of the stats that they discovered and found was that um, there was another fire a couple years prior, I think it was, um, oh, it was on the coast, the California coast, I forget which community it was, so please forgive me for that. But um, uh, they found that typically when a horrific event takes place like this, that it, it does cause catastrophic uh, uh, pain and injury to the families, marriages, the community, etc. And they have a long list of, of what those measurements and things criteria looks like. And so um, in that, they discovered from the Reading fire that, um, that this other fire that happened prior, a year or two prior, uh, was 30 times, and I, I hope I get this figure right, was 30 times the, the, the tragedy, the, the catastrophic loss that happened to local people, local families, et cetera. Um, and they had all these measurements for even depression and, 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 and so forth, suicide, all of that. And uh, what you're saying is so important that we realize that, you know, for us as, as church community and family, how we can change the landscape, we can change the spiritual environment we, so much that it, it impacts these natural uh, situations that are going on all around us. And, and, and that is so good to, for us to remember that as we, as we hold on to the Lord, as we fight, like you said, for intimacy, as we fight for relationship, uh, and we really love and honor how God wants us to love and honor, it can have such a, a, a impact on everything around us. 
And of course, again, Reading is just a beautiful example of that. They actually, the community of Reading actually, their numbers actually went better than worse out of this huge event. Now, something for us to to know, church family, is this, that... uh, when thing my, my pastor, Pastor Benny, I love so dearly, he, this just example, you know, he said, when, when, when events happen in our lives, good or bad, it can be a good or, or event, uh, all those events do is just magnify what's already in our heart. And it's kind of like, and he showed, you know, when you've got a full cup of, of water and then that event, whether it be good or bad, will literally shake the cup, shake the glass. And so this, this event, uh, this coronavirus and this health crisis, uh, COVID-19, has, has literally shook the world. And so whatever's in the cup being shaken, it will, will spill out. And so I think what I hear you saying is that trials don't have a, a bias. Uh, there are no respect of persons. They just magnify what's already present in our heart. Money will do the same, you know. Everybody, well, if I had more money, money is just going to magnify what's in your heart. Just like a trial is just going to magnify what's in your heart. Right. <laughs> true, true, true. Right? Yeah. So when these issues start coming up in, in our homes and our families during this time, um, what are you guys doing as a church? Uh, we're doing our, our very best, and, and I know that you guys are wired this way. You were never just a, a, a Sunday event-only ministry church. There's always beautiful things happening around the clock and, 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 and so forth. Um, what are some of the things that you guys are able to do, because we're limited as far as our physical connectivity, um, to help encourage people to deal with these type of things that start coming up yeah, absolutely. Uh, I heard West, Pastor Wes Davis say uh, this last week that the church can survive without gatherings, but it can't survive without care. And, so uh, and, and I thought that's a powerful statement. And um, I'm so proud of our team at Sarah Valley Center. We've got a team of care pastors. One of them's here, um, uh, Corey. Pastor Corey Mix is here. He's uh, our associate and. Um, and these guys are, are, you know, the, the team are, are calling our people every week, checking up on them, praying on w- with them. And then our uh, connect groups have gone virtual. And so it's hilarious. My, my father and mother-in-law uh, are not necessarily a digital couple necessarily. Yeah, they got, they got a cell phone. But if you would have said to them a year ago, you guys are going to lead an online group, they would say, no, we're not. And now they are. And, and that's, I think Holy Spirit's talking to some people right now. Yeah, and the reason why is because the group, they're like, we are demanding that fellowship that we once had and we are not willing to say that quarantine is going to rob us of fellowship and friendship. And so, uh, they had this incredible uh, group. You know, I think they have 15 to 20 plus people uh, meeting weekly. I'm a part of, a, a, of actually a marathon group and we meet every Tuesday night on, uh, at 8.30 p.m., you know, I love that, you know, we were doing virtual before the coronavirus, so we just decided... Can you do virtual marathons? Yeah, you actually, you can, <laughs> and I, I do think that that is what we're actually looking at, where everybody runs their own race, and we're all kind of... So we're, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's so fantastic. it's actually kind of a thing. But um, do you actually physically have to run? You actually do, yeah, yeah, you actually... Oh. I mean, you can, you can trick it and ride your bike, and, uh, you know... <laughs> 
ride in your car, just go slow. So it's believable. But um, so yeah, virtual group. I mean, people are we're finding ways of connecting, and uh, and it's just and it's and it's incredible. And and man, Sierra Valley Center. I know, I know it's the same story here at Jake's house. Like um, people aren't flaking out. People are like they are stepping up. They're stepping up, and just their commitment to the church and their prayer for the church. Uh, I think I heard the same report from from yeah, Jake's house, but the Lord, but uh, uh, yeah, our pre-service absolutely. prayer has actually grown. We used to have like four, five people or something in pre-service prayer. Last week, there's 14 or 15 people on a pre-service prayer Zoom. Awesome. Like yeah, what? We, yeah, yeah. My mom and Pastor Debbie have been organizing that uh, with the prayer ministry. It's, yeah. Isn't that amazing? I know. My, and these are people that would never be on Zoom. Totally. That's what I was just going to say. Uh, that's so, so funny. You know, our men's group, you know, we, we had our men's group on Zoom and and uh, I'm seeing all these different, you know, uh, meetings starting to happen, and and it's fun because it's it's taking on just a, a new shape, a new flavor. Uh, it, it's it's super cool. I'll tell you what. Next fall, when we launch our groups, and when Jake's house launches your groups, the excuses for not being a part of a group won't stand. Oh, like people that are on. like. Uh, I can't do a group because I work at night. Like it, that won't work. Oh, Why? Because so we good. just survived a global pandemic yeah. and we were still able to do groups. And so, man, I'm telling you next fall, there won't be any excuse. I think yeah. that the expectation is that every member is in a group and that there is a group for every member. And I think that uh, now that we recognize that digital doesn't deem you shallow and artificial, that you can actually have a virtual group yeah. and, and there be just as much, and that's right, I said it, just as much, maybe even better fellowship and ministry connection online wow. than there could be in a room. Wow. You know? Wow. Well, that that's challenging me, and I appreciate that because I've said uh, for years that uh, uh, I feel like, you know, social media except is a great platform and a great place to start building relationship because again you can kind of keep that social distancing that kind of safe distancing you know and you don't have to divulge too much you don't have to share too much get too close you know kind of kind of hide a little bit because everybody hides right and so the lord wants to continue to break that down but i mean that's challenging me to say yeah it's not just a great place to start but but for someone that might be their lifeline that might be their main go-to you know uh, in life, and so that's think that's, about that's 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 really challenging. Think about how brilliant it is. Like, where are you the most comfortable in your home, right? Where where do you want people usually not to come into your home? Because it's the place that the right? right. So, what if you're able to stay in your home where you feel comfortable, where you're the most you? So you're saying you you could actually I, I see where you're going with this. I don't mean to interrupt, but you're saying it could actually create an environment set the stage for someone actually opening up more? Yes, I think that people are being far more honest, far more comfortable, far more laid back. They're not as threatened. They don't feel like they have to put on a show. They don't, they're not even worrying about what they're gonna wear. Well, you know, social media didn't start off that way. And we-, we, we Right. We, you know. <laughs> and now I wouldn't call this social media. Like these are the, these new tools for gathering. Right. Because you can have social media and not have to gather. So there's no accountability in social media. Right. But when there's six of us or eight of us on a screen together, there is. Like if you say something, there's going to be consequences to what you say. But if you're on Facebook and you say so something, there. there's no consequence for what you have to say. Right. So you right. still have to show up. Where on social media, you don't really have to show up. You can kind of disappear and right. you can lurk, you can troll. But you can't really do that when your face is on the screen. Now you're accountable. You're in the group. Wow. Wow, church family, are you catching this? This is absolutely extraordinary. This is beautiful. Um, 
I want to wrap up this segment if we can. And uh... Podcasts are definitely trending right now. There are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market. And I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed. And one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews. A bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast. And I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are incredible and you're so supportive and I love you. And if you haven't had a chance to take that minute or two to leave a review, if you do that, that'd be incredible. And I've created a shortcut to get you there. It's thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. You can give it one star and that means that you think it's kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's thedarrenshow.com. Thanks, guys.